Charlotte Soccer Show. John Hayes, Danny Brams. It's a thirsty Thursday evening. Cheers to you, Danny Brams. We're presented by Hop Fly Brewing Company here on Charlotte Soccer Show. And we've got our first match preview episode, Danny Brams. Feeling good, baby. Feeling good on a thirsty Thursday, drinking coffee at night because I got to I gotta get hyped up. I just got off work. Now I got to get like ready to go into this mix. You've been working all day. You went and heard. Uh, you went and talked to the gaffer today. You and Dino got familiar with each other a little bit more. You know, every every step of the journey here is we get to learn more and more about this. And you spent some time with the gaffer today, and I can't wait to hear about it. And you graciously did me the favor, Johnny, of editing all the best things that he had to say into little digestible sound bites that we get to play for the tifos here and then react to. How great is that? So there's two different ways you can get a press conference from the gaffer on the show. We'll do episodes like this every now and again, but you're all, you'll also get decoding the press conference where Danny Brams has a, uh, a great window into what is actually being said at a press conference. Cheers to the TIFOs. Cheers to Ash. A uh, way to come in hot on a Thursday evening, really late Thursday evening. If you're, you're out in Berlin, you've been hanging in Germany, Greg Franco checking in as well. Thanks to everybody here on the live stream. We're live. Um, of course, on this first match week of the season, Danny Rams, I'm just going to say that over and over again. It That's is the one, first match week of the season. How how pumped are you for Saturday at, at Hopfly and then, of course, the match on Saturday night? I mean, Johnny, we've been talking for several months now about presented by Hopfly, presented by Hopfly, presented by Hopfly. But there's probably some people that don't know exactly what that means. Saturday, you're going to find out exactly what presented by Hopfly means. Show up at the party, 4 o'clock. We're going to be there well earlier in advance. So if you want to show up early and have a few pre-game, pre-game for the pre-game with us, we'll be there setting stuff up. Official start times around 4 o'clock. We're going to be up and at them, just, just harassing people. to that. If you're walking <laughs> by on the street and you weren't planning to come to Hot Fly, I'm going to make sure that yeah. you change your plans and come in. And uh, so much excitement and adventure that's going to be there. And all leading up to... A soccer match, Johnny. It's our first match of the year. I can't wait. We never lose to New York City, and we're not going to lose again this Saturday. I'm looking uh, forward to a, a great start in the season with a win for once. I've been dreaming dreaming about 60,000 60, people at the keep uh, the opening night of Dean Smith's uh, era here at Charlotte. I think it's going to be fantastic. And, and speaking of Dean Smith, we're going to hear from him uh, shortly about this massive match uh, against NYCFC, a, a team that like you said, Danny Brams, Charlotte FC is, has really, really taken care of business against, especially at the keep. Um, some really good moments uh, from Dean at the press conference today. And I, I think one of the most exciting part of uh, tonight's show is Danny Brams' 11. We've got Danny Brams' 11 heading into Saturday. I like the way it looks. I mean, it was easy. We've only had, you know, four months of buildup here. And, like, if we can't get this 11 right, we're never going to get an 11 right, obviously, right? I mean, uh, because we've had so much um, ability to sort of study what's happening on a granular step-by-step, by inch, by nanometer uh, step here in the preseason. That having said, Dino did promise to shock us. So there's a decent chance that I don't get all 11 of 11 right. But I do feel pretty confident about what I went with. And... But then, but I will admit, I didn't make any changes after today's press conference, which, again, I've been sort of like head down focused in my whole other nine to five world today, just like parachuting back to, you know, crazy Charlotte FC guy uh, with, you know, with the missing Adidas stripes. And I'm just kind of hearing there's rumors out there. Apparently, there's someone that I had not even considered to be a starter 
that might actually be a starter on Saturday. And you uh, know better than me on that. Well, there is a uh, a birthday today celebrated on uh, Thursday, February 22nd. You. Actually, yeah. can I go with, they say it's your birthday. Yes, uh, there was a player mentioned today, Danny Brands, at the press conference. Uh, Nymphasha Burkimas, uh, somebody that is a, let's, is it a wonder kid or a wonder Kind or a wonder kind. Wunderkind. I believe it's a wunderkind if you're going to say it a hundred percent correctly. But that's in the original German. If you want to just go with wunderkind, I think that that works pretty well for an American ear uh, and tongue. So I, I think Nimfasha is a wunderkind. Can is a sixteen year old still a kid? I don't know. I don't want to. You know, there's everything's all about labels in in the modern American society. So I don't want to throw out any labels that are going to piss anybody off. But he's a wonder kid to me for sure. That's that's definitely one of my favorite uh, storylines in Ted Lasso when Nate had it wrong and he said it the wrong way. And for the rest of the entire series, he tried to convince people <laughs> that I actually said it the right way. Uh, it was a great underlying story in in the great show. That's 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 Nate in a nutshell, right? Absolutely. So Dean Smith. Uh, Nymphasha, uh, Burkima's 16. Starboy. How about Starboy as a label? I mean, that's kind of, I mean, it's, you know, again, you know, like. Is he good, Danny he's Brown? He's getting better. Um, yeah. Oh, been a bit disappointed that it was his birthday today and he didn't bring any cakes in. Um, but then he's only just turned 16, so I can uh, I can forgive him for that. But we've all wished him a, a happy birthday. But, yeah, he's been he's been really bright around us. Um, you know, he's belied his, his, his years, to be honest. Uh he hasn't looked out of place training with us, which is which is really pleasing. He's got a really good football knowledge. Um, he's direct. He runs at people. Um, you know, so yeah, he's been certainly one that has pleasant pleasantly surprised me. It's it's a big statement about about a player and and who is young, who is who is on this roster, a player that played for the United States men's national team this past offseason. What? The tournament was that Danny Rams. The was it the uh, under seventeen, right? Under, under 17, seventeen World Cup, yeah. Under, under seventeen World Cup, we we advanced out of the group stage, lost to Italy in the knockouts, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Who then went on to the semis, I think. So, so it's really interesting. Before this this first match, scored a few bangers. Scored a few match bangers. Week of the season, we we were talking about the eleven, the starting eleven, who's going to be in it. And Dean Smith was very honest. He said he's got a feeling that he's got nine out of of eleven guys potentially in his mind and he's trying to figure it out so there's some dogged reporters Danny. there's some really good reporters uh, at these press conferences and trust me i'm sitting back i'm just kind of taking notes from some of the goats if you will and of course carol walton our our friend from the charlotte ledger here she is with the perfect question you mentioned having having to sleep on a couple decisions what was is one of those maybe using a 16 year old in a starting lineup against 65 you know friends 65,000 people it could be um and speaking of that 16 year old um you know he's only 16 that's not his fault so maybe not as physically developed as the more mature players do you think that might be something defenses look to exploit you know you don't think it could be a factor for him i remember wayne rooney making his debut at the same age and uh he scared the life out of some of them defenses so uh you know if we do choose to to play Nympha, then hopefully he can do the same. Great. Great. Thank you so much. No worries. Good Thanks, Carol. 
it, it's the perfect question, Danny. And it's a loaded answer about a 16-year-old who could potentially make his debut for Charlotte FC in MLS on Saturday night. If you watch Premier League soccer at all in the last five or six years, you're very familiar with the commercial that airs over and over <laughs> and over again. Ladies and gentlemen, 16-year-old Wayne, Wayne Rooney. Yes. His first yes. goal in the premiership. <laughs> it's it's like it, you, I've seen that thing like plays in my yeah. head all the time. And uh, that's not the first time I've heard Dean make that comparison either. He's he's dropped that Rooney name before whenever someone brings up Mufa's age. And um, I don't know. I mean, he's certainly in consideration. Uh, he, he talked about having to sleep on it. So while we're sitting here taping this, hopefully Dean is setting down for a nice little uh, cup of evening tea before he, uh, you know, nods off to bed uh, and gets a lot of rest because he's got to rest up too. But the thing of it is, is like, I know the two spots. I will see my projected 11 momentarily, but I know the two spots that he says he's still thinking about because they're the right last wing. two spots that I was able to fill in. Yeah. Right wing and defensive midfield. Is that what you're thinking about? Yes, sir. Correct. Everything else is locked in, I think. Well, well, I don't think that everything's locked in for the roster when you think of a long runway point of view in the short term term on Saturday, Danny. Sure. Dean I'm Smith just talking is, about Saturday. I'm just talking about is, Saturday has a roster and he can choose, but I thought this was a great answer to a question about that roster, right? We're leading the show tonight with a 16 year old player, somebody that, that we really like to celebrate somebody that no matter what happens on Saturday night, just to see him play and make his, his debut for Charlotte FC would be a really fun experience and a really great night to celebrate that in and of itself. But Danny, this is a business. And the reason why Nympha has to start is because there's a lot going on. Yeah, well, I would just say that, uh, you know, Nymphasha, I don't think he's – but the fact that he's in consideration to start tells me he will definitely see time. I can I can, I can, can boldly forecast that he will make his MLS debut on Saturday, whether it's in the starting lineup or as a substitute to come in. So uh, depending on game state, if we're up huge, maybe it doesn't okay. happen. Or, if, you know, in a 1-1, one, one, maybe it doesn't happen. But And here is why. I feel we probably need two or three more high-quality players. Uh, that will enhance the squad. Um, you know, I think the biggest difference probably between here and UK, where I was before, is you know, when you bring a player in, you can usually play him again straight away on Saturday. Whereas, you know, we brought in Diani and he's got to wait now for, for that sequence of getting his visa and going back and then waiting for his passport. You know, I've not had to deal with that before, so that's something new to me. Um, but, yeah, we just need some... You know uh, some players that we've been negotiating with and, and working on to get them into the into the club. Uh, well, well, <laughs> welcome to the world of getting uh, harassed by United States government bureaucracy, Dino. Uh, ho- hope uh, hope it wasn't uh, the worst experience, and it's definitely not going to be your last. There's no doubt, and I think the the visa process is a really slow one. And Diani, the the new um, defensive midfielder who who signed from France this offseason, is is unavailable to play because that visa process he is unable to work yet in the United States, so he won't be on the pitch on Saturday. And ultimately, I think as excited people are for for Saturday, I think the question was a good one about the state of the roster and Dean Smith. Has re- he's remained consistent, Danny. Mm-hmm. Weeks and weeks continue to go by, and Dean Smith says, 
we have one or two more players to add at really high profile positions. So while I wanted to really celebrate Nymphasa, Nymphasa, excuse me, on on the show today, I just really wanted to layer it with with some reality. That is, there's a reason why a player that is uh, 16 years old, a player that you know who should typically coming up through the academy playing for Crown Legacy has a chance in this first game against the season is because the roster is not complete mm-hmm. and and Dean Smith is not afraid to give somebody a chance. Yeah, I mean it's it's fun to to think about like wow, our 16-year-old Wunderkind could uh could show up in the starting 11. That's fun to think about on like a sort of a wish casting level, you know, like ama- amazing. What if he comes in like Brian Romero and scores the game, you know, earns the game-winning go- uh, penalty against Chelsea. But ultimately the sign of a team that's starting a 16-year-old the right wing in a in a the third home opener of their campaign of their club franchise history that's not the sign of like a club that you would expect to like really go super far you know shout out to hub likes who says i got no problem with Nimfa getting a start i don't either on saturday but i don't want to be like forcing him out there week after week after week starting right wing we need to bring in players everybody knows that the pl- the play went out for luciano rodriguez he's still someone we, we might bring in in the summer who knows he's that type of player that will probably continue after uh, you know, shout out Jono, one of the TFOs who's in the chat saying, start Nifa, then sign Luciano. He's reading my mind. He, like, do it all. Like, like we're, Jono and I are tracking. We're on wavelengths right here. But ultimately, we got to go get some players even. And I don't think we can wait. Well, I mean, we're kind of, we might have to, unfortunately, is the issue. Because, like, the club's made it very clear. They're not going to rush into a DP signing. Every single day that passes, it's just less and less likely until the next window that a, a DP that we would want is available. So you do the math. So I think it's time to unveil on the show Danny Brandt starting eleven Saturday. It's the first eleven of the we season. It. We're gonna have we're gonna have fun with that. Of course, remember the show is presented by Hotfly and Danny Brams. Let's just make your eleven tonight presented mm-hmm. by Hotfly. Why not? And exactly. You can come by the the, the tailgate uh, at four o'clock on Saturday before the match. You can debate Danny Brams. Is this what it looks like? This is Danny Brams's starting 11. Can you talk to folks who are listening uh, to the show, whether you're listening late Thursday night or Friday on the way to work or Friday in rush hour traffic in Charlotte? And by the way, you can listen all day Saturday too, not a not into a kick until 7.30, Danny Brams. What do you think about this this lineup and why, why do you have these players as your 11? So I think the back line is like locked in for the time being for the first phase of this season, let's call it. Definitely for stage one from our uh, nine stages of the campaign and maybe even for stage two as far as Privet being back there. I foresee a world, and I think it actually should be Milanda. I, I think one thing I goofed on this was Milanda on the right, Privet on the left would be better, would be a little bit more formal. But uh, in any case, I expect Pe- uh, Pedro or Diop to sort of, of or even potentially Tuoloma if he gets healthy quickly to displace Privet. But then again, I would have expected that to happen in camp and it didn't happen. So shout out to Andrew Privet, who's like holding down his spot. I think it seems pretty much a go to everyone that has been watching. And that if we go off of that last um, preseason game in Coachella against Minnesota, that we would think Privet and Milan will be the pairing. Yere was sent out by the team to go do media. Uh, he easily slots into the starting lineup for me. Byrne, I think, stays ahead of Lindsay. Um, and then this is where – and then Deagra, obviously, the 10. Vargas, obviously, the left wing. Copetti, obviously, the 9. Westwood, obviously, the 8 here, the box-to-box. But the the two things that Dino will, will be sleeping on tonight and that I have the hardest time and that we're open to debate and that you can weigh in, John, the TFOs can weigh in here in the chat – 
I've got Urso starting at, um, next to Westwood. I would have had Diani there if it wasn't, and I probably if we hadn't signed Urso. But even if Diani didn't have the visa thing going on, I would have put Urso there over Diani. Just and that's why I, it, for the same reason that I put him over Petkovic, which is league experience, a league opener at home, uh, a game that Dean Smith's got to win a game uh, for reputation and just to keep the vibes going. Uh, you never, you, this train is rolling so nice. The hype is built so nice. You'd, you, if we go, you know, if we go have a, a slip up on the road, that's one thing, but you'd hate for this train to crash off the tracks here at home in the home opener. Cause it's been such a fun ride so far in the preseason. So I think you put the experience out there. I love Nicola, uh, you know, great. Uh, I want, I can't wait to just see him thrive and flourish and grow in this league. So I think ultimately we grow into a role where a month from now, Petkovic is starting, Diop or, or Pedro is starting, maybe, although Privet could hold it down. He's been doing it. And then I've got Arfield starting against New York City, but I don't see Arfield starting much longer at all. And I could even be wrong about that Arfield starting. Uh, Casey Williams weighs in. Uh, Arfield over Tavares. Again, I'm leaning on experience. I'm saying Dino runs an experienced 11 out. So that's sort of my overriding philosophy behind those choices. But if he went with Petkovic and or Tavares, I ain't mad at you, to quote uh, the great late, great <laughs> yeah. Tupac Shakur. And I think that it would be somewhat surprising, but it could still be effective. Yeah, something else that happened in Charlotte today when it comes to soccer, uh, Christopher Madera uh, chimes in. He says, got Copa America tickets today, Danny Brams. Mm -hmm. uh, looking forward to the Charlotte FC match on Saturday. Can't wait to get back to the bank. Let's. Amazing go uh those tickets are, are coming up as well i i think i think you're 11 danny is it's a good 11 and we'll we'll see what happens i don't i don't necessarily i'm not going to disagree with anything that you have there i think one one thing when it comes to this first match and the 11 is concerned i think anything's up for grabs the fact that we're talking about Nymphasha, uh burkimas in the in the right. uh, burkimas in the in the first 11 of the year is exactly what dean said before the season remember what he said he said, if you're good enough, you're old enough, you know, if you haven't heard enough times. So I got a question for you. Let me ask you this. So let's listen. Let's listen to the TIFOs because the TIFOs, they make the show what it is. Abram Kuchecki, if I've got that right, excuse me, Abram Kuchecki has been chiming in for the chat since we started here today. Uh, Tavares absolutely getting the start. Westward did an interview and said Tavares was the most surprising Think he gets in. That's a, you know, that's good intel. Um, I could see it. Again, I still I, the reason I think it's going to be is because of experience. But if Tavares uh, starts, sounds like I got the pronunciation right. Thank you, Abram. I appreciate that chime in. I always want to make sure I honor people's names the way they want to hear them heard. Uh, as far as Tavares, get him in. Fine. I, I have no beef with him starting at all. But like my question to you, John, based on what you heard there today from the gaffer, not necessarily what Westwood might have said. And as Hub likes points out, Dino said expect a couple of surprises. If it's I not our field, if it's not our field. Who's more likely for you, the right wing, Tavares or Burkimas? That's a great question, Danny Rams. I think it's Burkimas at this point. Uh, that wow. would be my answer for sure. Well, uh, I think birthday present, a little birthday present for the boy. It, it could certainly happen. And, and Tavares is somebody I think. Uh, Yuri Tavares is a player that is a is a uh, now a first team player. He signed his contract, I believe, this week mm -hmm. with with Charlotte FC as a first team player. So I think his future is bright here, and it just doesn't seem like there's buzz around this playing this player starting in the wing position. But who knows? Anything's up for grabs. Anything could happen. I want to be very uh, clear about this as we're talking about the wing positions, Danny. 
substitutions, let's not be bashful about it. If you got to throw in some new offensive players at 55 minutes, do it. If you've got to do it at the Mm -hmm. 68th minute mark, do it. You've got five subs. Let's see how many of these wing players can get into the match on Saturday night and who wants to step up, score a goal, and get into the lineup against Vancouver the next Saturday in MLS play. And we know that uh, Patrick's going to play. I don't think Enzo goes the full 90 here. I think Patrick definitely gets some run. I think Petkovic gets some run if he doesn't play. So uh, there's definitely some guys that are going to be itching and raring to go. There's going to be some guys that wake up on Saturday morning before they even get to the keep, and they're like, I know I'm not starting today, but I'm going to make an impact today. And I, I think, like, that's good. That's what that's the attitude adjustment that Dino has fostered. And this is a great comment, and I want to shout out Casey Williams. Our TIFOs are so smart because I almost literally said this earlier, and I just didn't slip it in. I kind of moved into a different direction. But, like, if NIFA does start, the, the people in the stadium are going to go crazy, just like Romero at Chelsea, because we have this a very high IQ soccer fans, even though we don't get a lot of credit from that from the MLS Prague folks. We do have a lot of smart soccer fans. I remember when Romero stood up to sub in, everyone got crazy because they know. And like we know when our young, you know, academy and, and next pro products are, are getting their chances. And it was great to see the crowd salute Romero that day. And I, I hope that NIFA would get a similar salute, whether sub or starter. You mentioned who would be told and when they would start. I think a really fun moment from today's press conference when our friend Bridget McCall from the Queen's Pitch podcast uh, asked Dean about the center back pairing. Do you have a set lineup that would be starting for you today? Um, yeah, pretty much in my head, I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can <laughs> I I wouldn't tell any of you because I haven't told them yet. So I always have to tell my players uh, before I tell anybody else. They don't want to be those. <laughs> uh, a nice moment in the press conference today. Good question by by Bridget. She was pressing him. She was pressing him on the, yeah. the center back pairing, and and it was a fun moment that came out of it. Imagine a Southern Belle trying to get information out of a distinguished English gentleman. It's just like the 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 layers and layers and layers of social nicety there. I can only imagine it must have been a fun moment in that room for sure. Uh, I, I was in that room, Danny Brands, and uh, I felt the need to ask about the opponent, right? NYCFC. Mm-hmm. I, Charlotte FC did not play uh, NYCFC in the Coachella Invitational, but NYCFC was there. So I had a chance to ask Dean Smith if he had a, uh, a chance to scout NYC FC, and he certainly did. They're a good team. They've got some really good players. Um, you know, I, I I met Nick Cushing, who was there. Um, Brian Eastick as well, who works for the City Group and coaches the coaches, so to speak. So I know Brian really well. Uh, so I saw a few of their games, and, you know, they look potent. They they want to press you high. You know, they want to they want to, want to be really quick in transition. Um you know, but they want to be they're comfortable on the ball as well. So, you know, it makes for a tricky first game. Um, I think I think all first games are because you actually don't know, you know, who's going to come out of the traps the quickest. Um, but hopefully, it'll be us. I'm I'm starting to recognize uh, Dean Smith's crutch at this point about the traps. He's mm-hmm. always talking about getting out of those traps. Yeah, could you imagine? Could you imagine being a player on the squad right now? How many times you've heard that in the last couple mm-hmm. months? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. It's like they're going to sleep at bed. Uh, this e- Ashley West was going to sleep this evening and he's thinking, got to get out of the traps. Got to yeah. get out of the traps on Saturday. And he's really yeah. drilled that into, into their mind. Danny Rams, you're somebody who is, is really tuned into 
through MLS and to how about this this you you just appeared on the the full time roundup podcast uh, previewing the MLS as a whole. Tell us about NYCFC and what you think about this this club as it it comes now to Charlotte for its opening match. The well, they're a club that has, uh, you know, a, some big turnover, big impact signings in the attack. They just brought in a kid, a Serbian, a young Serbian kid. Uh, probably got this kid's name right, but it's like Matanjevic or something like that. And, and uh, I'll have to look that one up. Forgive me for not having it off the top of my head. But as the TIFOs point out in the chat, you know, full roster turnover. Hopefully they're going to be lacking some chemistry. That's because they did bring in some talent. But with... I think they're going to be slow to gel. And the fact, if we were going there, I would feel a little bit uh, worse about it, but I feel pretty good at home. Uh, much like Captain West, I'm taking my cues from the captain and I feel confident that we're going to get the win uh, to, to take some words out of his mouth from earlier this week. But um, what I think is that we're just going to really be able to take advantage of, I think we'll probably concede because they did bring in a lot of talented guys in two brand new attackers, uh, DPs that are going to be a little bit of a handful for our guys. They're unknown quantities in this league. And I think it's going to be kind of a cagey, like p both sides figuring each other out and finding some openings. So I don't think we got a clean sheet, but I do think we'll be able to outscore them. And so I'm seeing, I don't know if I want to give away my prediction here, but I'm seeing a three, two win is my, is my scoreline prediction. I think a lot of fireworks at the keep. Um, uh, thank you for Jorge uh, Torres uh, quick on the Google there. Uh, Jovan Mijatovic is how I would say that. Hopefully that's pronounced correctly, but uh, he's pretty good uh, just from some of the highlight reels I've seen and just knowing what he brings out in Serbia. One of those guys, I was like, hey, how'd this, you know, under 23 uh, designated player type guy uh, from Serbia end up going to New York instead of coming <laughs> here? Z? Come on, man. Yeah. But uh, maybe we'll get a chance to ask him that someday. But all I can say is we have to take advantage of whatever – esprit de corps that Dino has been able to really build in this team over the last two months has shown forth in Coachella. And if, if he can carry that forward onto the pitch on Saturday, I think it's, uh, it's going to be nice for, for a explosive home opening win. We're due for a home opening win. And somebody right. asked Dean Smith about the fact that Charlotte FC has now played two home openers and lost both of them. And he brushed it off and said, Hey, I wasn't part of those staffs and mm -hmm. I wasn't here. So I'm, I'm not even thinking about that. And, and in, in that answer from Dean Smith about NYCFC, when I asked him specifically about that club and, and the opponent on Saturday, something that was interesting was that he said, Danny, that it was a tricky matchup, right? This was the first mm -hmm. time that I really felt like all week, somebody within the Charlotte FC uh, locker room said, Hey, this is going to be difficult. Cause remember Ashley yeah. Westwood came out and he said, Hey, we're confident that we're going to win. And I've heard him say that a couple times now. And Yuri Yurinen was talking about clean sheets. Now uh, a, a run of them for Charlotte FC, four clean sheets in a row for the club at this point, I believe it is. It and good. now, and now Dean Smith finally kind of throws a blanket on that fire. And he says, this is going to be tricky, right? So when you, when you head to the keep on Saturday night, when you're thinking about this opening match against NYCFC, even though Charlotte FC has had so much success against this, against this club, it's going to be tricky. And this is going to be the, the, the first night out for, for a new team under a new manager in a new era, Danny, of Charlotte soccer. And I think part of that grows out of, yes, we did have the fun preseason. Everything went well in Coachella. We had kept four clean sheets, you know, never lost a match. But if you remember what Dean and Westwood both said, pitch side right after that, when Will Martin was interviewing out there, they were not happy with that last match. The nil-nil, the inability to score against Minnesota was seen, was kind of a, 
uh, it was a little bit of a uh, thorn in the side for both those guys to end the, ma- the whole tournament out there. I think they would have liked to see some goals go in and they might be less inclined to give sort of those ambiguous sound bites this week. And, but to me, that's good. Cause the coach and the captain need to be fo- like, they need to be nitpicking at this point. We can't be like, it's all, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. Like I'm glad they're t- treating this as a tricky match. I'm going to treat it as one that I think we have a really good shot to win. And I'm confident, but I, I need the guys who are in charge of, uh, keeping people's heads right. I need them keeping people's heads right. Yeah. And speaking of people keeping people's heads right, D- Dean Smith does that, Danny. And it, it he does that outside the locker room. Uh, I wanted to show you this moment from today's press conference so you could get a window into how, I guess, much of a perfectionist uh, Dean Smith is and how, you know, I, I tried to, you know, place a microphone up on, on the desk near near the manager and quite frankly it wasn't placed well enough that's that's dean smith for you danny it, it just it was not placed well enough he got that that microphone spun around perfectly right on the proper edge and he was ready for the press conference he's like this mother effort just went up and set a microphone down pointing away from me he's not going to hear anything i have to say <laughs> yeah so he's he's on top of of his business even before the press <laughs> conference <laughs> it, it simply won't do yeah like that <laughs> will not do like, yeah. that amazing, a, uh, amazing. A, really fun, a really fun time uh at the press conference today and and he's somebody he's a he's a somebody called it i think i saw a comment earlier about uh, this manager being a breath of fresh air and mm-hmm. i think that is that's the, the big takeaway as as we head into this match weekend and, and and as we head into Danny, what is supposed to be an absolute epic day, and it starts right here at Hopfly, the tailgate this Saturday, four o'clock. We're gonna be there, Danny. We're gonna be there with our friends Rare and Retro Soccer as well. And we're gonna be there with Glory Days Apparel. We're gonna be there with the sun, sun sunshine shop and here's the good news if you're looking at the the forecast right now you're going to see potentially some rain saturday afternoon whether that comes or not the hop fly warehouse where they actually brew the beer uh, that's the the rain plan and by the way that's where all the away watch parties will be happening as well so you'll get a sneak peek into what's coming up on March 2nd at Hopfly. Hopfly Danny Brands is the home of soccer in this soccer city. And it's going to be a really, really fun Saturday as we, yeah. we head over there and we do our first tailgate of the season and really just get after it and have a great time. Soccer in South End, baby. I can't wait. I keep saying it that this is going to be our tailgate. And again, we're not, we're not trying to like throw shade at the, the official tailgate. We, but we want the official tailgate people to just bring us there. We're going to be at Hopfly, but fire up your stream. When the starting 11 drops, when we finally do figure out who Dino's gone with for that first starting 11, they, we will pop up live. We have our camera set up there at Hopfly. Uh, if you're there, you got a good chance to come and be a, a surprise unannounced guest on the show. You can even crash crash our thing, although we will have some hopefully some bouncers. My cat crackers will be bouncing, so he will, uh, <laughs> he will not associate any riffraff. Uh, Ash Hamrick says, save some fun for me till I get back. Uh, Ash, we, we will be back from Germany sooner than you know, my friend, and we can't wait to see you there. But yeah, if you're going to the official tailgate, if you can't make it over to Hot Fly, if you're just like, I got to keep it official, we get that. We have no problem with that. But just turn us on, turn on the stream, and, and then you'll get a little bit of taste of both worlds. But 
if you really know what's good for you, come to Hotfly and hang out with us for sure because we we will make it worth your while for sure. How about pay? Uh, how about the how about the worldwide tifos? We had global tifos. We had Ash Hamrick watching out in Berlin, Germany. We got April Sandoval, president of Tifos West Coast chapter, president wow. watching on the flight from LA. She's flying out here for the season opener. We know April's going to be at Hot Fly. There's probably some chapter meetings going up in the in the upper room. Charlotte Brazil checks in. Pedro Enrique Mendez, what's up, man? If you're watching in Brazil right now, we absolutely love you. And then, John, if you could just indulge me one time. If you have anything more to say, I'll let you say it. Can you play that Dino clip again one time? Because uh, Another time, because it was just so freaking funny for anybody. Just Wait, the one where he just uh, schools me on my microphone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got yeah. to see that. Just too good. Yeah. And as Brandon Davis says, Latanzio would have just flicked that mic right off the table. So I'm going to take a screenshot of him just staring down at it. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Come on. No, but he's 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 the new manager. He's Dean Smith. It's his first match Saturday night at the Keep. He said that he was uh, has 20 tickets uh, that for family and friends, people that he's bringing to to the match on Saturday night. So he's going to have a big match for himself personally, not just professionally at the, the keep on Saturday night. I asked him about his match day routine. I said, hey, coach, what are you going to be doing all day Saturday? It's a 730 kick. And he said, well, ask me next week. I'm not sure yet. And, and we'll figure out what the match day routine is like. You know, maybe not. Maybe just nine. Yeah. So it's, it's the Charlotte Soccer Show. <clears throat> I'm John Hayes. He's Danny Brams. As always, Danny, I'm so excited to see you this weekend. I'm so excited to see all the TFOs. Thanks for everybody for checking in live on the stream tonight and dropping in with their, their questions. We're going to be back when? We're going to be back on Saturday live and then Sunday for the post-game wrap-up. Sundays at Hot Flies are also huge because we will be doing a live stream there uh, in the a a afternoon, evening. Times might be a little fungible, but yeah, it could be a good time. So. Well, I think that's the one thing I just wanted to mention to people is just that the the sunday show the the recap show uh we're going to debut our new contributor here on charlotte soccer show anna witty is a uh, soccer analyst for espn she calls nwsl games as well uh, she's a north carolina native a division one player as well she's gonna make her debut on the show this sunday at hot flies we're gonna, gonna get some analysis from her after the match so danny you and i have been kind of you know pretending to be tactical analysis or analyst, I should say, on the show. We're actually going to have an out, an out, you know, an analyst on the show this Can't Sunday, wait. who's going to get the job done for real. It's all part of the expanded coverage, baby. We couldn't do it without the the TFOs pushing us to do more and more. Like the fact that people show up just makes us want to, like, well, what else can we do? Well, what else can we? Do? What else can we? Do? That's that's been the mission since the start. It's amazing how far we've come and how far people have come. With us. It's the Charlotte Soccer Show. I'm John Hayes. He's Danny Brams. Subscribe on YouTube. Like this this episode. It does a, a huge favor for us. Maybe hit the YouTube algorithm. Get to in front of other people to, to, to learn about Charlotte Soccer and this beautiful soccer city that we have and, and the incredible time we're going to have this weekend. So, as always, Danny Brams. For the match day, baby. For the crown. <laughs>